Hello everyone, welcome to episode 4 of the Dashcast. My today's guest is Matt Mart. AKA the one, the only, the Pokeball. Exactly. I, I, don't, I got nothing. <laughs> that was kind of dumb, I'll be honest. Um, although that yeah, does, like although that does help tie into my first question. Um, but first, before we get to that, I'm actually going to ask, how are you doing today? Doing, I'm doing pretty good. I haven't, see, I haven't done anything today because last night I literally couldn't sleep. I, I just tried to sleep. I couldn't. Uh, so yeah, I just slept in the middle of the day, which is always bad, but like, eh, what can I do? <laughs> I, I know how you feel. There will be times, like every day I'm like, okay, I'm going to start sleeping at like 2 or 3 p.m. No later. And then I always, by the time I get to bed, it's like 4 p.m. I'm like, God damn it. It's just, there's just like, every time I'm about to go to bed, something happens, and I'm like, oh, I have to say something, or I have to do something, you know? It's just, bleh. But, yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, so, anyways, uh, the first question I have for you is just simply, uh, so, your first name, which you kind of hinted at earlier, is, was, uh, Pokemaster Matt, is that correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, was there a, is there a story behind that name? Is there a reason that was your name? Mm, okay, so I, I think the first time I ever used the Pokemaster Matt name was on Minecraft. So I essentially had like the Minecraft pigment skin with like a Pokemon hat. That was my first skin, right? Yeah, I saw and... that. I saw that in one of I saw that in uh, one of the one of the thumbnails of one of those older videos. I forgot. I think yeah. it was like I think it was like titled like the end of Poke Master yeah. Mart Matt or something. Yeah, I just put my my old profile pic, which I had for several years. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. What? So, uh, did you? Was there a story behind how you came up with it, or was it just oh? I, I genuinely can't remember how I specifically came up with Pokemaster Matt. What I can think of is that I like I liked playing Pokemon like Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, and I'm like, okay, I, I want to be Pokemaster Matt. The channel, um, there's some unlisted Pokemon Showdown and an entire Fire Red Nuzlocke, so like that partly also explains the name. Like Pokemon was one of the main games of the channel, but I only kept my first video pretty much. Oh, really? Minecraft one. Huh. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. See, I thought from the from looking at your channel that you were mainly a Minecraft channel uh, prior to starting GD, and not not a Pokemon channel. I mean, I yeah, mean, I, it was like I figured because okay. because like there's some channels that like their names are like have nothing to do. like you know popular MMOs. Popular MMOs mainly played Minecraft, which isn't an MMO, <laughs> so yeah. so his name didn't really make sense. But you just you never changed it. So I I thought maybe the same is true for your name. Guess not. Um, so yeah. Okay, yeah. If I had to say it, my channel back then was probably like 70%, okay, no, 60% Minecraft, 35% Pokemon stuff, and probably like the other 5%, let me think, what other games did I play? It was like 5% random games and I guess old GD content, which is, it, I don't have old, good GD content that's old, but like, yeah. I mean, I'm willing to bet I could guess who it is. Is it just like, oh, I beat this level? It's worse in some ways. Let's just say that. Really? Um, have you ever seen the Geometry Dash Hunger Games? That might actually be public on my channel still. It is one of so. my worst videos ever. Like, oh my god. Okay, funny thing. I actually did make a GD Hunger Games video. And uh, did, you use, did you use a website generator thing? I used a website generator and put like a bunch of popular people's names in it. 
That's exactly what I did. Except for me, what yeah. I did, I'm actually quite proud of mine. Not because of, oh, look, you see, I got to use popular names for clickbait. No, it was more of just a, because I just put a lot of effort into the editing. And I felt like I did a really good job for the editing to make it funny. And I still think it's one of my better videos because I genuinely had fun came up with stupid animations I could add to to uh, to go along with whatever was happening. Yeah, I did not do good with editing. I'm just going to say that. It's just me talking for like 40 minutes and then the, the thumbnail is like some default thing I got from Google and it's like featuring Riot, Trusted, Guitar Hero Styles, and Funny Game and whatever the fuck. So like, yeah. Uh, I, I honestly expected you to say that you didn't even have thumbnails yet, so you were like, oh, so I just picked this part where it says that this person died. Because nah, honestly, he's copy-pasted it from Google Images. Let's go. <laughs> honestly, that's arguably worse, but, um, hold on. Yeah. I'm not proud of any of my content pre, like, May 2020. Hmm. Uh, is there a reason for that, or is it just, oh, uh, it was bad? There's only, like, okay, um, all my content pre, like, that era is, is bad, obviously. But for MapMart, the MapMart channel itself, there's, like, two videos or three videos that I made during the MapMart era, which I don't like still, which would be the first episode of the GD documentary. Um, let me think, the Vismith video, and actually, those are probably the only two. I think I like everything else. Wait, but yeah. she only brought up one video from the Matt Mart era. Oh, no, I, I said uh, GD Doc Episode 1 and the Vismith video. Oh, I thought you were saying GD Episode 1 was the Vismith video. I was like, huh? Okay, Yeah, no, that makes yeah, more no, sense. Makes more sense, okay. So, uh, you did end up changing your name to Matt Mart. Uh, was there a reason for that? Was it just simply because, oh, I didn't like my old name? Or was there a, a different reason for it? Mm, okay, so... Transitioning into the modern era, let me think. I changed the name to, like, Matt Mart, uh, like, near the time I started making GD content, right? The name Pokemaster Matt no longer made sense to me. It was like, like, why am I still called Pokemaster Matt's if I'm going to be making, like, GD content, right? Yeah. So, um, with that name change in mind, I decided to, uh, I, I looked at the most popular YouTubers, right? And I noticed that their names tended to be very, like, catchy, right? So the main name that I'd say inspired the name Matt Mart would be PewDiePie. If you look at... The, it's a very good wordplay, in my opinion. The die and pie, it's like the same word that rhymes, but uh, they have two different... Um, first first letters, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So PewDiePie ends up being, like, pretty fun to say. So that's when I was like, okay, what extra word can I add to Matt that's still pretty good? And I'm like, okay, Matt Mart. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was pretty catchy. Yeah, I mean, I swear, like, half the people that I've talked to, like, it's either, oh, I found this name in a book, and, oh, it's just my name, or it's, so you see, I had this backstory where, see, so, I got traumatized as a kid by this thing, and I wanted to name my channel off of it, or it's, oh, you see, I liked this name, so I came up with this genius name to parody it, and I'm just sitting here like, my name is a ripoff of the NTDM. Like, yeah. Like, this Jordan is just... ERS. Like, all of these freaking interviews have gotten me to realize how lame my name is. But, like, I'm too lazy to come up with a new name. I just suck with names. Like, it's just... It can be really hard to come up with a name. And... I mean... I don't think yeah. that's just a me problem. I feel like a lot of people have the issue. But, yeah. 
Um, so you did bring up how prior to Matt Matt Mar era you did make GD videos. Um, how did you discover GD? Was there was it through school? Yeah, it was through school. I can't think of a single person so far who hasn't said through school. Uh, is there a yeah. story behind it, or is it just uh, cool? Pretty much, uh, two of my friends in uh, my after school were like not good at GD, obviously, but they were like trying to beat Jumper, and they were both trying to beat Jumper, and and they were like kind of competing with each other, right? So they didn't really let me like play on the, on their phone or anything. They gave me like one attempt on Jumper, and that was it. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of lame, right? So when I when I went back home, I decided to I decided that I was gonna try to beat Jumper before they beat Jumper, and I think I beat like the first few levels in the like light version the first day probably like up to up to dry out and um yeah i mean i didn't i i was i got really quickly better than them like i started beating like demons on their phone and things like that so yeah it was back in uh geometry dash update 1.9 like pretty early okay my question now is did you end up being jumper before them I can't, I can't be 100% sure, because, I, like, I know there's just days where I didn't see them in after school, so I know I beat a demon before them, but Jumper, I'm not sure. Damn. I, right. Jumper probably took me, like, at most two or three days, so there's a very small, like, window of, of like, for them to beat it, unless they were, like, tryharding, so I don't know, man. Maybe. I mean, considering the fact that you said that you're indicating they weren't very good, I find it hard to believe that they would have tryharded Jumper if they were bad um yeah it was a good shot that uh that i beat it before them okay so you brought up uh, that there were a few videos that you used that you originally made that you privated or unlisted uh are there any of those you'd like to talk about or bring up hmm okay let me think uh unlisted well i mean it's over 250 of them i can't think of any of them that are like special Jesus that i unlisted christ I kept the ones that, like, I found, like, historically significant to my channel, like, um, my first video to hit over 1,000 views, which was my Clash Royale video, and, um, also Your my first general video, first video, right? And, yeah, my, my actual first video, and then the video transitioning between the two eras, like, the end of Pokemaster Mats. That's fair. Fair. I, personally, I agree, like, here's the thing, there's a few videos I know I, I wish I could... There was a part of me that was like, oh, I wish I could probe these. Like, there's this one video of me playing Riddle Transfer 2, and <laughs> it's cringy, but it was my first video to get quote-unquote big. It hit, like, 4K views, so I felt obligated to keep it up on my channel, and at this point, I can't even do anything about it, but I understand where you're coming from. It makes sense to keep um, big channel milestones up like that, no matter how bad they are, because they are still a part of your of your of your journey i guess your career your i can't think of a better word for it uh yeah, you get sure. what That's i'm saying the idea yeah so um you there are a few series on your channel uh so i want to talk, talk start talking about those um firstly um you brought up the gd documentary uh series uh was that inspired by anyone because i'm really bad i can think of someone who might have inspired it so each of those individual videos are tend to follow a far different style from the previous one. If I had to name one person who specifically inspired everything, there was this documentary on uh, the old um, 
the uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, a nine-part documentary called the Smash Brothers Documentary. And each episode sort of focused on a different player. So coming with that in mind, I had the idea to make a Geometry Dash documentary going on each of the different eras, focusing uh, like somewhat on, on a, a, a specific player. Now, the obvious examples of people... Okay, I can just name everyone who's going to be like the main nine, let's say. Uh, it was going to be like Darnock, Cyclic, Riot, Viperin, uh, Rob Top, Michigan, Guitar Hero Styles, Novel Boy, and I think Serponge. I think those were the main nine. Hmm. All right. Honestly, I was expecting to say like C because, um, especially when oh, he... I mean C. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah, C of course in- influenced me to like C definitely helped with a lot of like the research, but like the overall series idea was honestly meant to be more of like a counter to C. I, I didn't. I don't think that C's content is like the best. This is not to, like, insult him or anything. Even he'll say his content is kind of primitive, edited in, like, Windows Movie Maker or whatever. So, Which I, I personally I, think is impressive. I find it impressive that he could make, you know, actually pretty good, like, good videos in terms of Movie Maker. Like, I've used Movie Maker before, and genuinely, I could not tell he used Movie Maker until I found out he used Movie Maker when he, like, when he, like, brought it up on, like, Twitter or something. And I was like, what? I genuinely could not tell. It did not feel like it was in Movie Maker. Yeah, that's true. I I can't say I would have been able to make videos of the same quality in Movie Maker. That being said, the first episode was kind of... The first episode, the editing guideline I set for myself was to make a video that I thought would be better than the average C video. Which I think I succeeded in. Despite that, I still don't really like the first episode due to certain like editing mistakes. But, yeah. Huh. Actually, a that's a solid start. That's a, actually that just made me think of a new question. Um, editing mistakes. Have you made any? And are there any that you're especially um, uh, disappointed in? I guess. I mean, disappointed. Like, hmm. Not really. Like, for editing mistakes, it just doesn't happen in most of my modern videos. The farthest back I could think of of an editing mistake that, okay, no, there is one editing mistake that especially just completely killed my motivation at the time. So, for three videos in a row, that being documentary episode three, the Impossible Levels documentary, and the Tiny Levels documentary, I had actually made it so that the audio only played in the left ear. Now, I didn't notice this because my headphones were broken at the time, and they only played through one ear anyway, so I'm like, okay, that's how it should normally sound. But for some reason, my editor made it so that automatically all of those videos only played through one audio track. Now, um, I actually made the decision to unlist those videos and then publish new ones, which at the time killed off like half my channel views. It was only 400. I knew I would get bigger eventually, so that's why I just decided to pull the plug here as fast as possible. Um, The only trace of that that's left on my modern channel is that in documentary episode 3, there's still like a one minute segment between minute 22 and like 23 or something that still has like that editing error, but it's very unnoticeable and it's only the background music. So it's like, it's it's not that much. And oh yeah, there's also that one year audio error in a part of Battle of the Shades, which is also one background music track and still hardly noticeable unless you really pay attention. Hmm. So... Yeah, that's like those those are the crippling editing mistakes and then there's a few like voice uh glitches in episode one but apart from that like i can't think of any editing mistakes 
Yeah, I, I was curious because I know I've made my fair share of editing mistakes. Like, there's this one video I made on uh, reading GD reviews, and I'm so, there's there's two episodes I made. One, I made like one, the initial video, then I made a sequel. And the sequel, I had a few other people uh, voice uh, parts for me, voice you know read some reviews for me. I used VideoPad at the time, and it, it allowed for a different comp for different timelines, and you could like overlap them, you know, and like like you can in like most other programs. However, um, the weird thing about it is that, like, if you have nothing on a timeline, like, there's no video, vi video on it, like, in a specific segment, you put it on top of another timeline, instead of appearing transparent, it would appear black. But if there's an image there, even if it's invisible, it will be transparent. So, um, the problem was, at this one part, I have, like, a clapping emoji appear every couple seconds, and I had that on a separate timeline, because I had each segment of the video of timeline over i forgot to put images to to make it transparent so there's just black screens that appear between each clap emoji and i didn't notice until it was premiering and like the worst part is this is back before i really had much confidence and like he Husey was there i don't know why but he was at the premiere so when that happened i was like oh no oh like i felt so like, upset with myself, because I was like, oh my god, I just embarrassed myself in front of Husey, I am a disappointment to humanity, I suck at editing. Thankfully, I don't think anyone really noticed, uh, but <laughs> it's still something that really bugs me, because it wasn't even that hard of an issue to fix, it was just, I was stupid and forgot to fix something. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, these days, like, I, I look at my videos literally over, like, two or three times to notice any mistakes. Like, and, like, I do pretty much everything to avoid making a single mistake, because I know that now once I post a video, it, it gets so much initial traction that if I repost it, like, that video's dead. It's gone. So, like, I need to make the first try perfect. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Um, for me, currently, like, I, I didn't really have that problem before, like, because I never really got that many views, um, you know, consistently. Like, sure... Like, I could, I would hit, like, 100 views, over 100 views per video, but it wasn't like, oh, 1,000 views per video, or, you know, 10,000 views per video. Like, it's rare for a video to hit over 10,000 views, and that was typically only my best videos, which I was happy with, and, um, so I didn't really have that, but I still kind of felt it, because it was more of a, it wasn't more so a, you know, I could fix it later thing, it was more so of a, well, I don't want to lose the initial comments, so... Oh, I just re I just remembered another error. Okay, um, I'll tell you about that one after the after the, after the interview though. I feel like uh, I, I don't want to make this all about me. I want to keep it about you since you know you're the one I'm interviewing. All right, all you're right. the guest. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that you're most known for, in my opinion, is the hardcore challenge. Uh, oh yeah. How did you come up with that? Because honestly, that's a, that's actually a really cool concept. Okay, so I was watching, like, um, let me think. I thought of, like, how, like, Dream only dies, like, once in a manhunt, right? And that's what makes it intense. Like, if he only die, if he dies once, he loses, right? Like, that's what makes the manhunt in intense. And it's also that he's being chased down by his friends, right? But regardless, the way I primarily came up with the series is obviously through Minecraft Hardcore. The Minecraft Hardcore Challenge. So, like, things like uh, the Filza death video and uh, videos like that definitely... It was it was like a no-brainer for me to just combine it into GD. 
And I already knew that I could beat many levels on my first attempt of trying because as I said in the video, um, I've had many GD accounts. So I've beaten certain levels probably like up to 10, 20 times. Yeah, actually, um, I know I've beaten the Robtop level several times myself. And I kind of figured that uh, the hardcore challenge is based on uh, Minecraft simply because of the fact that you in the thumbnail you used the Minecraft hardcore heart. And also yeah. just the fact that hardcore mode is associated with Minecraft so much because I can't I can't personally really think of any other game that uses a hardcore mode and calls it hardcore mode. I'm sure there are other yeah, really hard modes, but they're not usually called hardcore. They're usually called like expert mode or impossible mode, not hardcore mode. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I kind of figured this from Minecraft. Um. What would you, okay? What would you say is your favorite video that you've made or the video okay. you're most proud of? Yeah, easily. Okay, actually not, not easily. I have like five, I have like three videos that I rank at the very top. Uh, those videos would be probably my worst levels documentary, my, uh, I survived 102.2 recent levels, and the hardcore roulette. Those are like my best videos on my channel, like, probably like what I consider the, like the tens of my channel. Um, out of them, probably surviving 102.2 levels is my favorite, because it feels like a, like, journey. So does Hardcore Roulette also feels like a journey, but 2.2, 100 levels feels like a fulfilling journey, which is what I like about it. Hmm. Alright, that, that that makes sense. Uh, for me, I focus more on the editing. Like, the, my most pr my views, I'm the most proud of the ones that took me a while, the ones that I put the most effort into, not so much the ones that are, like, emotionally um, investing or anything. It's more so the ones that took me, like, if you've listened before, you know, I've brought up, like, the kill, my Killbot Requiem documentary as being one of my favorites alongside, like, I even bring up, like, the, the Hunger Gamers video or uh, even Butiti 2 Rewind, although I don't really like that very much. I do think it's one of my better videos. And that's really just because of how long they took, like, the, the Killbot Requiem one. Uh, I did re research for over, like, for, like, around a year, mainly because some of the people I had to contact were kind of hard to find. It's like, it's because, like, a lot of them are just less left the community. Like, one of them apparently had, like, gone to, like, some, like, Air Force College or some shit. So it was, like, nearly impossible to contact them. So it was just really hard to do that. And that's probably why I was so proud of it, because it just took me so long. And it was just really satisfying to see it finally complete. Um, although I will, I can see how you would, how would, how, how you'd view your proudest the way you do. Because some people view it in terms of, like, how proud am I of... How proud am I of me making the video versus how proud am I of the finished product? Okay. If that yeah. makes any sense. I mean, okay. This is um, just because, um, just because like they had a fulfilling story doesn't mean that they didn't take a lot of I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, don't worry. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, from what I can tell from you, you're mainly saying like, um, at least what I'm gathering is that it was more based on just the, I'm there's nothing wrong of saying that a video took long to make and there's nothing wrong of saying it didn't take very long to make um I'm just gathering from here like you're saying that the finished product is what you're most proud of whereas me I'm more proud of like the journey it took to make the finished product if that makes any sense does I get that make that. sense yeah okay uh I feel like I worded that kind of poorly. Um, this kind of ties in with the next question, which um, will be the next question, so you'll hear it later. But uh, 
Several people, I've seen several people say that you're, you're like the next big GD YouTuber or that you are the next big GD YouTuber. Uh, do you personally think you deserve that kind of praise or do you think you're overrated? Hell yeah, dude. I deserve all the praise. Let's go. Alright, so look, look, I'm gonna say this, alright? I, I genuinely, okay, genuinely, um, hmm. I'm gonna try to word this without sounding super egotistical. But yeah, like, I was about I to say, I was about to say, I like, you sound kind of egotistical, you might want to word I that differently. I put a ton of effort into my content. I don't think people, like, kind of get how much, like, intricacies go into, like, parts of the editing. Like, straight up, if an image fade in, fades in, you could probably count the exact amount of frames that it takes to fade out. They sync perfectly, like... If it, if it does, like, 12-frame fade-in, it'll do a 12-frame fade-out. Like, that's how, like, precise I try to make my editing. And um, even if it sounds like, oh, egotistical, if I say I'm the next big GD YouTuber, like, who else would be the next big GD YouTuber? If I didn't make content that I thought wasn't worthy of being, like, the next big GD YouTuber, I fine, I wouldn't say it. But, like, genuinely, out of everyone who makes videos, I I personally find my own videos to be my favorite things to watch. This isn't to call up the creators bad. It's just obviously videos that I make are more home to my own tastes. It's what I would want to see for GD. Which that makes sense. It's your videos. You know, a lot, yeah. I feel like that's something a lot of people don't do. They tend to make videos that they think others will enjoy versus videos they think they'd enjoy, which is more what I focus on. I want to make videos that I can look back on and be like, oh, I enjoyed watching this, which I have done before. There have been several times where I'll like go back through my videos and watch a few of them because I just want to. And... That's probably something I want to aim to do. Um, I do also want people to enjoy my videos, but for me, it's more so of a, if I enjoy the video, then others will enjoy the video. If you don't enjoy the video, then I'm very clearly not the person for you. And it's, it's weird because it's like, you can put all this precise stuff in your videos, but if no one notices it, then was it really worth it? Because no one's going to notice. Like, What's the difference between a 15-frame fade-in and a 20-frame fade-in? Most people won't notice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But it's like, I sort of notice those things. So I am like, I guess my I'm my own worst critic. That's the best thing I could say. Okay, right? that, that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, that's fair. Um, it's it, that it's was... fair to say that my content, I make it more from, like, I'm not saying, okay, I like to make it partially for myself. Like, there are certain things I do which I really don't have to do. Like, I don't, but, like, I do it. Because, you know, I think that'll make it the highest quality it can be. And once I post it, I can't, like, re-edit it. So I'm like, eh, I might as well do that now. Hmm, all right. Um, I know for me, I tend to do similar things. Although I try to be more... I don't tend to say that I'll be the next big YouTuber. I try to just say that I want to be a big YouTuber. Like, I feel like I'm just more so... Um, like, way less, um, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say, it's like, egotistical isn't the word for it, it's more like, uh, confident? Yeah, self-confident, because you're, like, very self-confident, you're like, yeah, I'm, I deserve this, I am really good at this, and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm good, but, I mean, I think some other people are probably better than me, and, you know, like, I don't really understand why people watch me, you know, like, it's, it's weird. It's like a thing where it's like, I feel like I do deserve this. I mean, like, some of my most popular videos have hit over 100,000 views, and, you know, people have told me I edit really well. But on their hand, I'm like, do I really deserve this? 
So yeah. you're you're more of the really confident person. I'm more of like the the less confident guy, if that makes any sense. I'm gonna say this. I don't think I deserve it until I actually become the next biggest GD YouTuber. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, until I've worked enough to get to that goal, I don't deserve it. I will say that brings up another question. To you, what exactly does it mean to be the next big GD YouTuber? Does that mean hitting a specific sub milestone or or something? Or what does it mean? My goal is 100% to eventually uh, get more subs than Guitar Hero Styles. As impossible as that sounds, that that is one of my goals. It's definitely a far off goal. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Early... I'll be honest. I don't think that's happening because it, yeah. it's sort of it's sort of like it's trying to, it's sort of like trying to overtake PewDiePie. Like it's pretty much impossible. Like you'd literally have to be like a giant company to even have a chance. Now, obviously, there are smaller goals I have, like becoming the biggest English channel or whatever, right? Um, let me let me think though. Like, um, when I when I started, my my primary my primary goal was like out subbing everyone else in my genre. Like, if I got more subs like in a month than like Norfolk or Alfreds, then I consider that a win. So you're more. So As you're you more... tell, I'm definitely one of the more competitive. Yeah, types. I was about to say. For for me, I know I'm definitely more of the I just want to be successful on my own kind of thing. I don't compare myself to others very much. I'm more sure of just I want to be able to make videos for a living. I don't care if I have 10,000 subscribers or a million subscribers. As long as I can make a stable income from YouTube, then I'm happy. Like, sure, it'd be great mm -hmm. to, you know, get more money because that just means, you know, just in case something goes wrong, I have, you know, a safety net because... It, you know, which would you rather have? If you, if your channel just got deleted, would you rather have a thousand dollars in your bank account or a million dollars in your bank account to fall back on? Probably the million dollars because that means you have, you know, more money you can work with as you're trying to find a new job or something. Which I mean, I you prefer know. the thousand dollars personally, dude. The thousand dollars, I just invest that all into Doge and I make back a billion, dude. Easy. If you had the a million, you could invest that and become literally the richest person on the planet. Except I would become lazy and complacent and not invest in Doge. Not financial advice. Okay. Bro, nah, I'm trolling. Of course I get I take the million. Okay. <laughs> that w that took a weird turn. <laughs> I will yeah, say. Dude, I, I make a lot of jokes that people don't get. Obviously, I don't know, man. I mean, for I mean, I make joke. Genuinely, my type of jokes are like the yo mama jokes. Although for me. I don't make it because I think others will find it funny. I make them because I know people won't find it funny. So then I can laugh when they're like, are you serious? Because I just find me actually like that funny. Although I can get why people might find me annoying by doing stuff like that. Although, you know, it's because it's fair, you know. You know, they see me as just making terrible jokes and laughing at them. Although, for me, I'm like, I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at people's reactions to the joke. That makes any sense. Yeah, I'm more of like a like five layers of irony kind of guy. I mean, I can understand that irony is. Don't <laughs> I don't want to say useful because that's not really uh, relevant. Um, it can be humorous, I guess. I'm I'm not sure how else to word it. Um, because yeah, I, I know the peasant. I know that Nepesta uses a lot of satire and irony, like a lot of sarcasm. Um, sarcasm is the word I was looking for, not not satire. Um, sarcasm and irony he uses a lot, and I find him really funny. Um, 
So that's that's just something I feel like um, more people need to do. Like, I I really don't like when people just like GD Twitter. I feel like has some really bad sense of humor. Like they're all focused on oh yes, ratioing is funny and oh uh, pretending to leak someone's IP is funny and you know harassment's funny and this and that. And I'm like, that's not funny. It's really not like. You're, you're you're joking about really stupid shit. Like, look, I might like, you know, making little mama jokes, but that's not funny. Humor is subjective, but some things shouldn't be joked about. That's what I'm saying. For me, yeah, for me, it 100% depends on the context. Because obviously, like, uh, like a ratio, let's say, like, oh, you're, like, really proud of a video you released, and then someone's, like, ratio. Like, that's obviously, like, a bad thing to do. But for example, like Rob Top ratioing random people on Twitter with like jokes, like well, that's, that's funny. Perfectly fine in my book. That's funny, like, but yeah, more. I'm more so talking about just the stuff where it's like completely uncalled for. Like you're just you're t minding your own business, all of a sudden someone just says ratio. Like it's just annoying. It's not funny, especially when you're the one being hit with it. If it's something like, if the, if it's something like, oh, uh, this guy's acting stupid, or. Or, or something like that, then I'm fine with it. But otherwise, I just don't really like it. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, like, for me, though, like, what's to determine whether or not someone is acting dumb? And also, like, um, let me think. With with ratioing regard, regarding, I think I think you react to it too much. Like, like I, I, if I get ratioed, which I have, like, <laughs> I, I don't really care that much, dude. <laughs> like, um... I don't really react to stuff like that because, like, it's just someone getting more likes on a specific reply on a specific site on a specific, like, post. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I think you're putting too much significance to them. And if you, like, react negatively to everything, people are just going to, like, troll you just for your reaction. I get that. It's just for, I guess it's just for me because I have, you know, very little self-esteem like I brought up earlier. So stuff like that cuts a lot deeper than it would for someone like you who is very, has a lot of confidence and, you know, has a high self-esteem, which isn't a bad thing. Let me say, it's having high self-esteem is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing because it means you're more confident, in, you know, who you are, and you think highly of yourself, which is not always a bad thing. I would prefer to have a higher self-esteem than a super low self-esteem. Um, but yeah, I just feel like people need to... I'm making this for myself again, aren't I? <laughs> Damn it. It's all right, it's all right. I mean, I have to stretch this to the hour mark, so... Doing that is good. Um, so, would you say YouTube is something you want to do for a living, or is oh, yeah, there other sure. things I'm, you? I'm one million percent trying to dodge college. <laughs> I mean, I am million. too. Although at this point, I feel like it might be unavoidable, considering the fact that I essentially have to start from scratch again with a year left yeah. of school. I, I don't. don't know, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get monetized and earn like a hundred dollars, at least a hundred dollars monthly in a less than a year. I don't think that's happening. I'll be honest. I'd have to get super lucky, and I don't think that's happening. I could make the best content ever, but I still don't think it's happening. Hmm. For me, uh, it's it's less about luck and more about um. You, you just gotta research the algorithm if you if you really want to be like uh like grow fast. Uh, it's pretty hard, though, I'm not going to lie, starting off, even though I did kind of know the algorithm starting off. Like, you might not believe this, but the first time one of my GD, like, Matt Mart era videos hit, like, 1K views was on, like, September 2020. And that's, like, eight months after I started. 1K. And that was on, uh, like, the Battle of the Shades doc, I want to say. Hmm. So, oh, that's actually, okay, I'm, I'm just going to say this little uh, thing. 
I was actually gonna be a, a Minecraft uh, content creator. Uh, after making the Battle of the Shades doc, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of done with GD. This game is like, I, I feel like I have no new ideas left for Geometry Dash, and I think it'd be better if I went to Minecraft, blew up, and then returned to GD with like a new audience, right? However, um, I made the two Minecraft videos, like two of them that are now privated, uh, primarily because they have copyrighted music, not because I don't like the videos. Uh. Um, but because um, I made those two Minecraft videos, they got significantly less views than my GD videos. So I'm like, okay, maybe GD is the best route. And then I saw the Battle of the Shades video hit 1K, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to try my hand at going back to GD and using all my algorithm tricks. Instead of using my algorithm tricks on Minecraft, I'm going to use them on GD. And that's when I, I released uh, Cold Sweat Level Review, which blew up. Then Gunslinger, which uh, blew up. And then pretty much uh, a ton of my videos... Pretty much, like, every month after that has been, like, positive growth correlation until, like, June or something. So it's been pretty good. Yeah, you should, you should teach, you should teach me those tricks after the, after the, after the podcast. Oh, um, man, uh, you're on, you're on the Geo Network. We got, we got a ton of algorithm tips. Uh, I don't really talk in many Discord servers, though, I'll be honest. Like, I mean, like, you could just, you could just look at the, the tips and conversations. They've got a True. lot of stuff there. Um... So, this kind of ties into what we just said, but uh, what would you say is the most important part of growing, and in this part, maintaining a YouTube channel? I feel like that's the, the more important question here, maintaining a channel. It can be, okay. I feel like it's easier to grow a channel than it is to maintain it, because I've seen so many channels, like, I'd even say Juniper, like, Juniper was really big, and then, like, if you notice, her videos have started to decline a bit, like, they used to hit, like, a million views. Oh, every single time, but now, you know, some of them aren't even hitting 100k, which, viewing it is sad, because I feel like she does deserve, you know, a pretty decent audience, but it's just a fact of life, it happens. Sometimes people just don't want to watch you anymore. Hmm, okay, so, like, I, look, I've researched a ton of people's channels, and I can usually say why their content isn't doing as good as their content before, but well, I'm going to answer your question first. The most important part about maintaining your channel is easily your morale and your and your like how you feel about like the content you're making overall, or, or just how you feel about life in general, right? Like if 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 there's a day where I'm like eating bad or I don't exercise, I'm like, oh damn, I don't I feel like shit. I don't I don't want to edit, right? But like usually you want to make the surrounding factors in your life so good that you're like, yeah, I'm hyped to edit. I want to like get this subscriber goal. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's also not about like overworking yourself. You don't want to do that. You, but you don't want to like you don't you also don't want to be like ah oh, man dude uh 20 minutes of editing dude i've overworked myself like nah dude like you just gotta have really hmm it's hard to say but you just overall have to be uh hype about what you're doing and just don't get depressed i mean I, like it's hard to say man there's so much like intricacies that go into keeping your morale afloat but like Keeping yourself maintained is the best way to keep your channel maintained, in my opinion. That, that makes sense. Although, I feel like, personally, I feel like it's more so a, uh, a content thing. Because, from what I've observed, it feels like certain channels... Like, you could be, like, at the top of your game. But, you know, sometimes, you know, someone will make content that people think is better. And they'll start watching them instead. And... It's not your fault. It's just... Know? Okay, at that point, that's about gr about uh, growth, in my opinion. 
because like okay even though most of my videos get like more individual like views than like you said like a juniper video or an apesta video they, i only released them like once or twice uh no i only release like it, it like once a month and that's that's like bad i don't think i'm good at maintaining my channel whatsoever if i posted these videos at a more frequent frequent rate i think that would be crazy good uh i don't think i luckily um let me think i i've got an editor so things are gonna get faster and i'm still refining all of my videos with like tons of edits to make sure that it stays unique to my style and my subs don't really notice anything hmm. you know what i mean yeah that makes sense um you have to be you have to be original at the same time staying you know you know true to what content you've previously made it's it's a weird it's a hard balance to maintain i know that personally um it's it can be really tricky yeah, if I just made highlights, I would not, like, feel fulfilled with my content, because it's what a ton of other people are doing. There's, like, no demand. Well, there is demand in the market for it, but, like, man, <laughs> someone else can demand it. All the other, like, 20 people trying to get into the stream highlight market, not me. Hmm. So, are there any, like, projects you've had in mind, but you haven't, you know, ended up going through with them? Like, canceled videos or anything like that? Yeah, so like I said, the Geometry Dash documentary episode one was, was pretty bad, but episode two and three were amazing, amazing videos. Some of the best on my channel, especially for when I made them with my current editing skills at the time. They, tell, they told a good story, and it was overall my plan for the ideal Geometry Dash video. However, episode four was specifically a major, major hurdle, because not only was I trying to once again best myself in terms of editing, um, let me think, that was like during January 2020, but it was also a 30-minute video. I had to tell the most, one of the most important stories in GD history. I felt like a ton of pressure with like everything I had to, to say and do and edit. And even though some of the segments that I got done were like really, really good, like I got the first minute and a half done, and it's probably the, one of the best minute and a halves ever of like a Matmar video that's unreleased, but like I just couldn't do it. I, could, I cannot finish episode four and there's a surprising amount of demand for episode four but i just can't do it and my overall plan for the geometry dash documentary is when i get bigger once again i'm going to uh make it even better than before um one of the up upcoming documentaries on my channel i'm not going to say specifically what it's on but the style of it is meant to be it's going to be i think one of the best documentaries if not the best documentary ever made in gd history like you'll see the style of it and it'll be really new and fresh for the gd community that's that's what I'm primarily going to say. And then the Geometry Dash documentary will be that, but in a better style. Like, maybe if I, if I wanted to go, like, all out, I'd start, like, a Kickstarter or something and get, like, custom music and, and stuff like that and visuals. But, yeah, that's the primarily, that's the plan for the GD doc overall. Mm. It, it, it's coming, just not now. And the first three episodes are going to be revived because they need work on it, on them. All right. So, all right. Um... Do you have any, like, future projects in mind? Like, any future videos or, like, maybe a new channel or anything like that? Uh, I mean, most people don't know about my second channel, Matt Mart More, which will probably be converted into a shorts channel. Because currently, it's, it's sort of like a, a Dream XD type channel where I just kind of post whatever I want. But um, the second channel will probably have a lot more stuff on it soon. It's at, like, 1K already, which is pretty surprising because I've hardly promoted it. And, um... Uh, okay, yeah, okay, as for future videos, 
uh, Hardcore is getting a lot more installments with uh, separate and fresh ideas. I don't want the series to run dry at all, which is why I don't think I've ever posted two Hardcore videos in a row. And there's also the fact that every Hardcore I want to do, I want to make it like significantly different from the other one. So the example of a Hardcore video that's not the original that blew up is Hardcore Roulette, which is me playing through a ton of randomized levels. I can't die once, but I have to hit 30 stars. And that challenge is extremely difficult. Like, it's it's crazy. Because um, I only get to look at a video. And from a video, there's a lot of things you can't tell. Sometimes a level has, like, a 144 hertz bug, or it has, like, a disgusting timing either way. And it's just overall, like, Jump Trash is a game. You, you're going to die in it. But can I hit 30 stars before dying? Well, who knows? And there's a ton of other ideas like that for Hardcore. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's pretty obvious from one of my community posts, but one of the feature, like, sort of documentaries, not the big documentary I'm talking about, but one of the feature documentaries is what is the best level in Geometry Dash, which is, uh, like, a counter to the worst level in Geometry Dash. Like, instead of looking at, you know, Trollface LOL or some trash level, like, I'm looking at the best levels, like Sky Tower or uh, How, let's say. Or Future Funk. Yeah, that that's definitely one of the... No. No, then. I, um, I despise you now. Future Funk? Okay. It's like, it's not like a 30 out of 30. It's like a 26 or something. That's good. It's a good level. It's a really good level, but it's not one of the best. Absolutely not. Like, can you really tell me that Future Funk is as good as, like, Sky Tower? Come Dude, on. you're talking to the guy who's beaten Future Funk 100 times on stream. You beat it 100 times? Yeah. Jesus, in a week. another level of dedication. Yeah, trust me, I love Future Funk. It is my favorite level I'm in like the game. That, I'm like that, but with Map Pack 3, 4, 5, 16, and 17. Those, those little things, so much level there individually like 30 times. I've, I've uh, okay, on a stream where I was streaming hardcore sometime in March, I beat like uh, five demon packs in a row until I died in Crescendo, which really sucked. But, oh yeah, but, oh yeah, wasn't that to a... Uh... Oh no, not crescendo. Um, I was thinking of the first extreme demon. Not extreme demon. The first uh, hardcore challenge. I'm an idiot. That was in. Uh, I died to Dorbe Dip. Yeah, before. it was a bug. I remember. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, that was that was definitely one of my more uh, cringe deaths. <laughs> let me think though. Um, yeah. Uh, for the future hardcore sequel, which is it's pretty obvious what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to actually beat the standards that I set in the first hardcore challenge. Which at first were just like random numbers that I kind of chose because of whatever. But now it's like, hmm, I could actually do that if I really planned for it and I was extremely precise. Hmm. So that's the idea. Alright. Um, well, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, that, I'll be honest, that was a bit of a train wreck. We were all over the place. Um, but I, 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 I hope it's going to be at least somewhat enjoyable for people. Uh, but <laughs> I don't see I'm, why it wouldn't be. You know, you guys had me on on this show, so I mean, I guess. Um, uh, literally the best YouTuber ever. Come on, man. And I obviously am the greatest player in the GD community ever. Very clearly. True. Can't you tell? I mean, I've beaten I, I diligence. Tell. You beat Future Funk a hundred times. Yeah, and I have beat diligence. Diligence is impossible. Didn't you know that? It's it's not yeah. it's so hard that they refuse to put it on the silent list because they just refuse to accept the fact it's so hard. But yeah, anyways, you know. sarcasm aside, uh, thank you all for watching.